Welcome back to the Garden State Revelry. I am Michael Michael Motorcycle, formerly known as Moikel, formerly known as Uncle Mike, formerly known as yes. Mikey Tenders. Uh, I don't really love this nickname, but I've had so many on the show that it won't be long before a new one comes in. So uh, <laughs> we can look forward to that. That is true. And I'm Tall Jared, as always, and I will always remain that way because I was born that way. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Is it registering? We can restart. On the wavelengths? Or is it like... Yeah. It's coming. Hold on. We're coming back. We're coming back. I'm having technical difficulties with my microphone, and I, I don't know the source of it, and I don't have time to diagnose. But I feel like it's when I exert a lot into it, so I'm going to just try and try and talk softly here. Tone her down. And if it doesn't work, I'll jump over to the microphone next to me because I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you, faithful listeners out Sound there. Sounds like a loose wire or something because it's. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, sounds like a loose wire. I guess loose wire. Something could something. be anything. Loose wire. Who knows? Anyway, it's episode seventy-seven. We're drinking Tito's uh, uh, with curates. They're really lasting the test of times. The test of times. The test of times. Yeah. These melon pamelos. Melon pamelos. I think we're just drinking them now to get rid of them. Well, they're super handy to have mm -hmm. around. I'll put it that way because I, I'm big on like just having seltzer water at my house for my Tito's. And yeah, I don't always have lime. Yeah. And, like any vodka and just club, not good. It is not good. You need not good. some, you need naturally essence flavor. Whether it be from an actual lime or lemon or from a curate. I'm good. I'm sick of lime too though. I'm uh I'm like on a real anti lime kick right now. Just got I was drinking too much of it. Drinking too much lime? Too much lime. I mean vodka clubs are gross by themselves, clearly. But then so when you substitute with like the vodka club lime, well, I just get sick of the flavor of lime. So I like spicing it up a little bit here. Huh. Okay. Fair. I want another note on your opener the f when you keep saying the fact that you hate your new nickname. Well, I, I never said hate, but okay. You dislike, strongly disagree. Um, I probably did say hate. <laughs> it's funny because, A, you are going to have a new one coming soon. Nice. I don't know why or when, but it will happen. It's going to happen for sure. And, B, you always <laughs> introduce yourself with your nicknames, so it's... It's on you to let it die, but you're you're going with it, so I appreciate that. Well, what I was just going to say, just Mike. Hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? I'm Michael. Hi, guys. I'm Mike. Like the angel. <laughs> John Travolta. Anyway, what's new with you, buddy? Nothing, man. Watch that sad fucking excuse for an episode of Game of Thrones, and now mm. I'm ready to just unload, dude. Just unload on it. It was not good. It was... I, so I had to rewatch it because I fell asleep because I had a long, long day before that episode. Mm -hmm. um, and um, out in the hot sun, it was hot as shit here Sunday. It got up to like 95. We were on the golf course in the heat of the afternoon. Um, not a lot of tree cover out there, just, just sweating bullets yeah. and drinking cervezas, which is just a deadly combination so by the time we got actually back to the house after dinner at which my car got hit by somebody in the parking lot who did who just left mm. 
big old dent, some scratches. Which parking lot? But like we were in, we were all in the exact same mood, and I didn't. We were out at Philmont Country Clubs, is a place called O Brian's. O Brian's. It was O H exclamation point Brian's. Nice. Um. Yeah, tiny shitty little parking lot parked in a convenient space, and yeah, got got smashed up. Were you backed in? No. Oh, well, you got it back in. It just would have been the passenger side getting smashed up. <laughs> it was just the world's worst parking lot. And then, yeah, it didn't go well from there. I didn't, even, I didn't even get to get a proper, like, exclamatory of some negative words because, like, we were all still there after golf. Everyone was tired. Like, everyone was ready for Game of Thrones. We were pushing even making it home in time for it. And it was like, oh, I go, what the fuck? And everyone's like, oh, no. Like, I could feel the weight come out of the whole fucking everybody. And I was like, oh, man. Don't make it a big thing. I should say say the air come out. They're still fat. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. That's not good. It was not good. It was not a good episode. I had to rewatch it. This is the point of this long, drawn-out story. Yeah. And I timed it. The beginning, it took seven and a half minutes for Tyrion... To walk to find Jamie and fucking Cersei. Yeah. And, like, what what are you doing? You know, it's like, what are you doing? Like, there's no story here. And and then, like, everything just happened like that. It's like, here's yeah. an answer to the question. Yeah. Here's another answer. And we're just going to lay it out there for you and just put, like, situations into play that we need to get you this. Inf- we feel like we need to get you this information. So instead of, like, f- disguising it at all or making it subtle... Here you go. Here's just a conversation that explains it That's to you. how I felt. I mean, the Tyrion scene, you got good acting out of him, uh, Peter Dinklage, on that scene. But again, that whole scene, how does he get in there? If The way they showed it and how they died is that whole place came down. Mm-hmm. And then when they show that scene, which was great acting, but then they have that cutaway where, like, three feet to his right, there's just empty spaces where no bricks fell. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, if they were just standing, like, one foot this way, they wouldn't have been crushed by all these rocks. So it doesn't make a doesn't make a lot of sense. So it's a lot of dumb shit. I felt like the whole episode had like this weird tone to it that didn't feel like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like everything was like the way it was wrapping up, the way they were doing everything. I was like, this what show is this? Like what's happening? Yeah. It, I mean I'm with you on that. I, I just yeah. It was disappointing. And and it made the whole entire season disappointing. Yeah. I would, I would, you that know, I've been reserving judgment it. for this, like, all right, let's go epic. And I, I mean, like, you don't need to close every storyline. I mean, some people are going to be upset regardless of what you do. Yeah. But you go with this just co- total cop out of an episode. And, like, whatever, Brand's a king. Like, I, I don't know. Some people get upset about that. Oh, it shouldn't have Brand. That's so fucking stupid. It's a cop out. I don't know. Who's going to be the king, queen, whatever? Like, you know, who am I to say? But. This just kind of felt like the only way to make it so that every single character's story was at a point where you could walk away. Yeah. And I just don't think you need to do that. I mean, we've never been at that point in the entirety of the show. You know, as soon as we get close to Ned, pff, beheaded, done. And you're like, maybe he didn't die. And we had to wait <laughs> an entire season to find out, like, he, no, he's for sure dead. Yeah. that's Yeah, it was like a lot of fan service, but like half-assed fan service. Like, so... The whole point of uh, Jon Snow being a Targaryen, like, none of that ever mattered. Yep. Like, no, no none of that ever mattered. Um, like, 
Arya sailing west of Westeros to go on an adventure because no one knows what's west of Westeros. Like, that's like a, oh, she is an adventurous girl. And that's a nice little tie-up because we don't have to explain it because no one knows what's out, what's out there. It's kind of yeah. like she's just going. And then um, the biggest thing with Bran being the king is this whole season and last season, whenever someone, like, called him Bran or, like, whatever, or tried to talk to him, he's like, I'm not Brandon Stark anymore. I'm not Bran Stark. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven. Like, he's like purposely saying i'm not bran stark i'm this other thing i'm like this almost immortal memory of the realm and then the second they're like bran should be the king he's like yes this is why i've come all this way yeah like it makes no sense it's it's like yeah everyone's like yeah i guess bran being on the throne is cool like no one has a problem with that but then if you think about like the plot and like the story arc it doesn't make sense at all and it's like well it's because bran's story is like the greatest story of all, and it's like, no, Tyrion, your story was better. Uh, Danny's story was better. Yep. Like, everyone else's story was better than Bran's story for sure. Bad Bran the Broken, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, come on. Yeah, I just, I think it's a total cop-out. Give me a break. Like, if you look at the series as a whole, I think it would have made more sense that, that like, a Cersei just ends up, like, f- somehow finding a way to <laughs> yeah. fucking still be on the throne and, and like... You know, you don't get all the answers. Like, not every story concludes. Mm-hmm. But uh, clearly they wanted to put a finite end to this thing, and, and they did just that. I mean, kudos for, for like, seven seasons of just an incredible show. And uh, yeah, overall. some entertainment this, this season, but I was disappointed. I'm, I'm going to leave it there. I mean, not everybody's going to agree with me, but uh, I feel like the vast majority of people were let, let down by this. Yeah, just, like, overall mystique and, like, prophecies and, like, story arcs that, like, seemed important throughout 10 years of show just to be, like, wrapped up in this little bow that kind of leaves all of them meaning nothing is kind of, I think, what gets me the most. It's just, like, all right, we got to end it, so we're going to end it. But, like, nothing really came to fruition. Like, the Night King was a joke. (laughs) Yeah, at the end of it, yeah. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. All that shit. Well, the good thing is we never have to talk about it again. I know we've talked about it. Not like, never. The last three episodes, but that's because we were trying to hold out hope. But, lo and behold. Nothing to hold on to. It's over. That's not nothing to hold on to. <laughs> it's over. So, yeah, we watched it on a cell phone on the airplane because we were flying back from Florida Sunday night. Would you rent the Wi-Fi? Uh, we were on JetBlue. Oh. And I think they have the free Wi-Fi. Nice. Um, so we're on JetBlue and they don't make you turn your phones off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I think, and I was in a sour mood then too, about with this whole flight. Let me explain to you what happened here. So we had a great weekend in Florida. First of all, Florida flew out Friday morning out of Trenton, had a beer at the airport at 7am. Oh, glorious mm. land in uh, Tampa, have a beer at the hard rock outdoor at the airport while I wait for someone else to fly in. Then we're in Tampa. We go down to St. Pete's. We meet up with uh, a mutual friend who lives down there. And uh, it was, we had this great house with like a little dock on like a little lagoon bay. Airbnb. Set the scene for me. Yeah, Airbnb. Nice, cute little house. Back patio, hot tub. Deck, deck slash dock with a table on it and umbrella that's like on this like inlet of like a cove off the bay. From the bay, yeah. That's nice. Oh my God. It was amazing. So we spent a lot of time just out on that table on the dock drinking. It was like 90 degree weather, like no clouds all weekend. Beautiful shit. Spent Saturday 
uh, beach bar hopping, playing on the beach, swimming in the water. Did drinking. you go to Hogan's? Hogan's is actually in Tampa, in Tampa so I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, so no, we didn't do that. But we were in John's Pass, which is in St. Pete's, which is a pretty cool spot to pop around. And then we were in downtown St. Pete, Sunday, day drinking, getting good food, brunching. And then so we have a 6.15 flight back home Sunday afternoon. Okay. Everyone's got work Monday morning, so it's like kind of let's get home. So the way it works out is we're flying JetBlue back to Newark. And my girlfriend's house is like 15 minutes from Newark. She was going to drive from her house. We're both going to come back here to Princeton and then go to work in the morning, whatever. Like, that was how we planned it out. Okay. So we get to the uh, Before we go to the airport, like, the weekend's over. Everyone's kind of bummed. We're, like, getting ready. We're, like, we have all our bags while we're day drinking, like, around downtown. So it's, like, getting close to time to get to the airport. We get an email, like, the flight's delayed till 8.15, so two hours later. We're, like, whatever. Ah, it's, like, weird, but whatever. And they were, like, but please come at normal time just in case we're trying to figure this out. Like, we might send it off, whatever. Get to the airport an hour early, so like five-ish, I'd say. Get some food, have a few beers. Plane's there, no real explanation of why it's delayed. But lo and behold, they're not pushing it up. We're taking off at 8.15 now, so we were at the airport at 5. Like, oh, oh, boy. Okay. Stupid. Anyway, they board. we board the plane at 7.30. That's when they started boarding. Um, we're on the runway. Pilot comes on. It's like 8.15, 8.30 now. He's like, listen, we're gonna, we're being held up here for takeoff for a f- few more minutes. Uh, we'll be taking off around 9. So we're on the plane, on the runway, taking off at 9 now. So I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, shit. Like, we're going to wa- we're like planning to watch Game of Thrones on the plane. Now it's like about to be 9 and we're not even in the air yet. And then I start thinking, I'm like, oh, we're not going to get back until like 11. And then we have an hour drive from Newark. And then it'll be like midnight and I got to wake up at 5.30. So I'm, like, starting to sweat it out. I'm like, ah, shit, that sucks. Finally take off at 9. We're in the air. We're watching Game of Thrones. It's pissing us off. No one's loving it. We're on a little screen, and I'm already in a bad mood with the flight situation. Apparently, there's some bad weather over Newark, like, right right at the time. Can tell you that is 100% not true. <laughs> I think maybe, like, like heat. there was heat lightning and shit like that. So yeah. I don't know what that does to planes, but it was fine. That's what they say. So I'm assuming it's, I think it's around, it's around 11, 11.30 now. And we're, we're like at the height where we're like about to land. And the pilot comes on. He says, uh, sorry, folks. Uh, they got us in a holding pattern due to weather right now. We're going to be doing a few circles around the airport for a while. So probably about another half an hour till we land. We're just going to keep circling until they let us land. So now it's like midnight. He comes back on. He's like, all right, looks like we can come down and land. Oh, no, no. Oh, so this, I fucked up. Now it's midnight. We're still circling. He's like, uh, bad news, folks. Uh, Newark Airport, due to weather, uh, is not letting us land. They have uh, closing shit down, blah, 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 Some something like that. And he's like, we're going to have to divert to Philadelphia to land. And we're like, what? Is that, like, even serious? But, yep, sure as shit, we're... After circling for half an hour around Newark, we fly all the way to Philadelphia Airport. Land. It's like bordering on 1 o'clock now when we land in... Uh, y'all y'all are like, there's a little airstrip in Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> just, just get me there, fam. Land in Philadelphia. It's like 1 o'clock. We're on the runway. Captain comes on. He goes, hey, uh, all right, listen up. We, uh, 
we don't have any gates open in Philadelphia right now, so they're pulling us into this empty little tarmac. Uh, we're going to sit here and wait it out. They're going to de-ice us. We're going to refuel. We're going to see what they say. Now it's like, okay, whatever. Um, sure. And I'm pissed now. I'm like, if we just get off in Philly, like I'll Uber home from here, whatever. I'll figure it out. I'll get home by one something. Fine. No big deal. On the tarmac for a half an hour. Captain comes on the plane. Listen, I got bad news. I know some of you are thinking like, um, Maybe you could just get let off here, but they don't have the equipment to let us off the plane and there's no gates open. So we're just going to have to wait it out, refuel, and see what happens. And we're like, what do you mean? Like, we're just sitting in the plane. We've been on the plane since 730 now. We're in the seats. We're in Philadelphia on the ground. Can't let us off. Everybody's restless. No gates open. Everyone's freaking out because people are in Newark waiting to get picked up. Right. And then they told them. We're going to Philly. So, like, hey, we diverted to Philly. Go to Philly. So now people are going to Philly. And then Captain comes on the plane. It's about 1230 now. And he goes, oh, good news. Newark just opened up, said the weather cleared. So we're going to de-ice, refuel, and head back to Newark. And he's like, I know you. some of you asked if you could just get off here. I'm sorry. We can't do that. They don't have the equipment here. We can't left you off. We'll take off in about 15 minutes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me like it all seems like a terrible dream so lo and behold we fly back to newark we land in newark at like 2 30 in the fucking morning i wake up at 5 30 for work everyone is miserable i get out i, I uh, our plans shot to shit i'm like you look your dad's been like going back and forth trying to pick you girls up like we were with a few girls uh, my girlfriend i was like i'm not gonna make you drive all the way to princeton now i'll just Try and get an Uber from Newark Airport all the way home and and do that. So they get picked up. I'm waiting on my Uber. The guy is doing the thing. First of all, it's a Ford F-150. I'm like, oh, you've kidding me. He's doing this thing where he's five minutes away. Oh, no. And he's doing circles, right? Oh, no. And he's five minutes away for 15 minutes. So he's doing that thing where he's like, I don't want to make this trip to Princeton right now at 2.30 in the morning. He's making me try and cancel and then I have to pay that $5 thing. But I was so pissed and fed up, I just let it go. And eventually he comes in his Ford F-150. I get in the front seat. He's talking. I'm sitting straight up because it's a fucking pickup truck. Like, ah, oh, dude, you have no idea how miserable I am. He was a nice enough guy. He was, like, talking to me a lot in the beginning, but he, he heard the story and he could tell. Anyway, long story short, I get home 3.30 in the morning, Sunday night. Oh. I hop in my bed and I wake up at 5 a.m. for work. Mm. And after a weekend of drinking in the sun and that debacle and two hours of sleep, it was a great Monday day. No matter how good Florida is, it always kicks back in one way or the other. It was unbelievable. It always kicks back. I've never seen something like that in my life, man. And I'm going to quickly divert you from the subject because... That's a super bummer, and I hear you, but it's a super bummer to hear about, too. I know. I'm sorry. I just had to get that story out into I, the world. No, and I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to air it out. I'm glad this could this could be that for you. I'm sweating. Um, I believe it. I believe it. That's a nightmare scenario on a plane. Um, yeah, I haven't... I can't say that I've been through anything that bad on a plane. I have been diverted to other airports and, like, had to retake off. I've also been on a plane that had to go back to the original airport because there's some sort of failure or, and like, problem. Yeah. They didn't really explain that, but we had to get on a different plane. Um, didn't affect me huge either because I had, like, loose plans. But when you have somewhere to be and your plane fucks it up, oh, 
The yeah. worst. I did catch a little something in there, though, that I briefly want to touch on, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole, like, Uber and Lyft, the people want to go on strike, like, blah, blah, blah. And there's all these memes where it's, like, best Uber drivers just don't say shit, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, the, that kind of thing. I think, like, really, like, I would pay for, like, a cab or, like, an airport service at this point. Like, no, if I knew I was going to be in at a shitty time, over an Uber. Because every time I've gotten into an Uber from an airport, like, whatever, like, long ride, like, people just want to fucking talk to you. Yeah. And, I'm and like, they're almost Ubering because, like, they were just bored. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time, like, people are just like, oh, fuck it. Like, I, I don't know. I'll make an extra 300 bucks a week or whatever. Like... And I'm like, if I were to hire a car, right, like, that guy would know that, like, if I fall asleep in the back, like, his job just to fucking drive me there. Like, that Ubers aren't like that. Yeah. And it, it kind of bothers me because it's, like, sort of the job. It's sort of, like, the app already told you where I'm going and all that. Like, and I get it. Like, be cordial, say hello and all that. But, like, you're going to put it on me to have to be like, hey, do you mind if I just, like, nod off, dude? Like, I've had a long day, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, I don't need the how was your trip. Right, like, and you gotta fucking explain the whole thing, and then oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it's like, you're not talking about anything important, and when you get out of the car, you're just gonna do the same thing you do with every Uber, like, five stars if they weren't a dick, <laughs> uh, like, little tip if you feel like it, and be, be on with your day, you're never gonna fucking think about that person again in your life, it's yeah. not like a lasting relationship. Well, this is why I was pissed it was a F-150, because I was gonna get in the backseat of whatever car came. And, like, you know, trying to sneak an hour of sleep in because right. I'm worried about work Because you now. fucking needed it. Yeah. yeah. But this guy, I mean, this guy was real nice. He was doing the whole thing. I explained, like, I did explain the story off the bat because right. he was kind of talky. And, like, he was like, oh, I was about to go home. I picked you up anyway. And I'm like, well, first of all, who the fuck drives around Newark at 2.30 in the morning, like, Ubering? That's one. Like, what are you, What do you do with yourself when, like, that's what you're doing? Anyway, I'm glad he did. Got me home. Yeah. Once I told him the story, he was kind of like, oh, man. Hell yeah. So I understand. Like, he was a super nice guy. And he started, like, driving real fast all the way home. He was speeding down, like, Main Street, uh, Nassau Street. I was like, oh, oh, man, there's, like, nobody on the roads. It's like, there's cops all over here, but I'm not going to stop you. You're doing a right. fucking hell of a job, bud. But, yeah, I mean, and it costs 100 bucks. Which was not. A nice I'm sure little, that was in the budget after a nice long weekend yeah, nice of day drinking. Cherry on top. Probably, but, probably no uh, extra costs there that you didn't <laughs> see coming, right? But yeah, again, it was you know nightmare. I'm glad it's over, and now we have short week left this week before our next little vacation. Vacation's all I ever wanted. Which I'm actually looking forward to now. Are you going down to uh, the shore? Uh, for Memorial Day, or are you skipping it for the first year ever? I am not skipping it, sir. I I got confirmation today, actually, from Jessica Casey Spodak. And uh, we'll, we'll be going. We're trying to figure out days, because I fly out Monday morning on Memorial Day, so I'll probably come home Sunday, uh, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. Nice. To get ready for that. But, yeah, planning on going either Friday night and Saturday to LBI, or maybe Saturday morning to Sunday afternoon, night-ish. Get to see her baby for the first time. Baby Casey Spodak. Yeah, new baby. That's pretty dope. Happy for them. 
Happy for the two of them. Are you bringing uh, your girlfriend? Are we not saying Alyssa's name on here? We anymore? can say Alyssa. Yeah, okay. I just I, I always switch back and forth just in case people get right. confused who I'm Wiggle, talking about. You know. <laughs> yeah, we're working out. Um, she's probably gonna come Saturday afternoon. So we'll, having one. It's gonna be a good little time. I'm excited. It helps with this week. This week is was not fun look going in, but knowing that this coming weekend. Well, I gotta tell you, summer mania has already happened around here, man. Yeah. It was buzzing everywhere this weekend. It didn't matter what day of the week. It was just fucking buzzing. People were running into cars and parking lots. <laughs> it's pretty rampant. Yeah, um, that's good. The heat will do it. Heat brings out the crazies. I, I honestly, I mean, sunlight goes a long way. Like I was saying, um, I was saying to Nikki, I'm like, I haven't slept more than like six hours. Like, I want to say in like three weeks. Ooh. Like. I and I don't like I don't need it this time of year. Like oh, in the winter, perfect. I will cocoon myself. Oh hell you know? yeah! And like I, I when I say I haven't slept more than six hours, it doesn't mean I slept six hours most of those nights. Like some of those nights were like four mm-hmm. and like three and a half and things like that. But I, I, if I were to fall asleep right now, that would just mean I would wake up at an ungodly early hour tomorrow. That's unnecessary. Yeah. Um, it's nice the sun's up now too. When I get up for work and I shower. Oh, it's huge. It's like oh. It's going to be a good day. It's huge. Plus, it was a full moon this weekend. I don't know if you caught that, but... Oh, I stared at it for a long time on that flight. We were mm. circling it for 40 minutes over New York Airport, Ooh, and it was just wow. in my window. Yeah. I remember that vividly. Well, well, frick. But I'm ready for summer. MDW weekend. Let's sling some brewskis, eh? Indeed. Let's. Um, yeah, the bathroom at the lake's coming together. Gonna be all finished up. I don't know if we'll get the permits closed out, but we, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, boats, boats ready to go, look clean, slick, ready to rock. Um, yeah, Nikki and I are leaving Thursday to go down, and then we're going to the race. Going oh yeah, Coca Cola Six Hundred on Sunday. Get out. Actually, I think it might be Monday. You better get her some muffs. Nah, I think it's on Sunday. It better be Sunday because I'm. We're me and me and Fischella are flying in Monday. Yeah, well, it's Monday night. So we'll be at the race. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just kidding. You guys are flying in in the morning, though. I'm I'm actually excited for your itinerary. Yes. I don't know what happened, but a lot of people went with a Wednesday to Saturday, which, by the way, poor play. Don't ever vacation <laughs> Wednesday to Saturday. No. There's nothing you can do in that time that's worthwhile, like worth the hassle of giving up a Saturday for travel. That's true. That is terrible. It's it's bad on both ends. Yeah. Because flying home Saturday gives you like the extra day, which is nice. I guess not really. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right. yes. Okay. You get a Sunday, a recovery day. But yeah. again, if you're gonna do recovery day, then fly out Monday to Saturday. I know it's because Frontiers fucked up with the days this year. I which, think that that's what is, threw everyone off. Which is fine. Like Frontier changed their days. Okay. Travel's not as easy as it could possibly be, but who flies out of Trenton anywhere? Like, this is the only flight people take out of Trenton, and everywhere else they go out of Philly or Newark, and it's kind of like, so just fucking fly into Newark. Like, you can Uber to Trenton. If you want to come Wednesday, Uber to Trenton, and then fucking go fly to Newark, take the train home, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, take the train back to Trenton and Uber from there. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, uh... It's not that hard, and it's not its not like all that much of an extra cost. It's true. Or just for, pull a Jerry. For a huge, huge, like, Saturday night to end your vacation, mm-hmm. rather than 
oh, yeah, maybe we'll get something in on Saturday. You're not going to do shit on Saturday. Oh, hell no, that's recovery. And then you're going to the airport, and it's, like, all that shit. That could have been your Sunday, which is, like, downtime. It's only an hour flight. It's super easy, like, barring any situation like you had <laughs> this week. I think it's, that was worst-case scenario, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing Monday to Monday. That gives me peak hours. Yeah. And then flying home on a Monday after, like, that's a nothing day. I just, ha- I just took that day off. Yeah. So huge. like that flight home is gonna be like not overbooked. It's it's gonna be nice and easy. Mm-hmm. And then I can recover all day Monday afternoon. Yeah. And I'll be good to go. Yeah, I gotta say your itinerary is one of the good ones. Freshes is one of the good ones. Monday to Saturday, I don't mind that. You get a, you basically a week. Yeah. It's and you perfect. get your day. That makes your day make sense. But when you're flying in on Wednesday, and then you leave on Saturday, you get Thursday Friday. Mm-hmm. That's not worth it. Mm-mm. You basically took three days to get two. Yeah. I, that is what bothers me about it, where I'm like, how does this make any logical sense you're going to take three days off? Take one more day off on that Monday, get the entire weekend, if you want to make the Frontier flights work. Yeah. Not to mention everybody mm-hmm. else is on that flight. And that's why I did the Monday to Monday, because with Memorial Day in play, I'm only taking five vacation days. Right. But that gives me that, like, that four plus the one. It's, it's but just you get like, a seven-day trip out of it. Yeah. yeah. A seven-day trip that starts, like, Friday. I the have week that, before. Yeah, I have that weekend where I'm at the beach, then fly out Monday, come home Monday. It's just, like, Yeah, you're ideal. not even going to know the people you work with anymore. There's going to be so much <laughs> turnover. What I miss. Hey. <laughs> no. Um, it's going to be... Back to well, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad everybody's excited. I certainly am excited for it. Memorial Day weekend, official start to the summer. I want to say congrats, everybody, for making it through another New Jersey winter. Yes, you did um, it. You are, um, we're proud of all of you out there. You you smell good, and you look good. And, um, Everyone yeah. lost that winter weight. I can see it already. Yep, we can see the twinkle in your eyes. <laughs> yep, yep, che- yep. Cheeks are out. You're very excited about that. Very excited. Um Katona told me something that I wanted to bring up briefly. We don't we don't have a ton of information on it, but um, it's gonna be a quick fap tonight. It's just it's just the good boys up here in the loft, and uh, we're trying to get one in, just get some content out before uh, our our long vacations. Yeah, we're gonna be off for a week, so podcasters deserve them too. Hope you guys survive out there without us. It's okay. Go back and re-listen to old episodes. <laughs> Listen yeah. to the one where Dan mentions the party that he's willing to throw. We only have a couple days left. If you rate and review, send him a screenshot or send a screenshot to GardenStateRevelry at gmail.com. A five-star review. Well, I guess it's five stars the rating. And yeah. A, and, a, and a good review that, that um, you send a screenshot to either us or Dan. Um, or If you have our phone numbers, you can text me or Jerry. We'll get it to him. Let's get this party going. Yeah, well, and the screenshot stuff is just, you'll get something out of that. But if you just do it for fun, if you rate or view, we just need to get our numbers up. And we got to hit a number to get the party. So even if you don't feel like screenshotting or doing any of that bullshit, just go rate, go do a five-star review or whatever you do, it, and then get those numbers. We hit the number, we hit the party. The screenshot is for you to get something from Dan. The party is the number. The number is the party. Pardon number party. (laughs) 
Number, but, number party party? Uh, that's a brief aside because I was bringing up Mr. Mr. Daniel Katona. Um, good friend of the show. And I was chatting with him on the way over here. He's like, what do you got tonight? And I'm like, ah, oh, we're not flush with topics, but, um, you know, we're going to we're gonna shoot the shit, do a quick fap, see if we can't get on, on any tangents. And he brought up to me, um, this, I was unaware of this story, but there is a guy who very early on in the Bitcoin game was in on the Bitcoin game. Um, and at the time, they were nearly worthless, I guess, uh, because he spent his Bitcoins on two Papa John's pizzas. <laughs> the Bitcoin equivalent... Like the amount of Bitcoin he spent on those pizzas at that time, which I don't if we if you can find this story on the Internet, I'd be interested to see when it was because I doubt it was all that long ago because like crazy inflation in Bitcoin. Yeah. But, the Bitcoin hit its peak, I think, a couple of months, like six months ago, I'd say, as a right. guesstimate. It hit its peak and it was something crazy. Well, we don't know what its peak is going to be because there's so many more cryptocurrencies and all that right now. Mm-hmm. Like all that technology, like people just copied it and basically made their own. And, you know, I don't know how Bitcoin didn't see something like that coming and safeguard themselves. Like nobody can just make another U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. Like that can't happen. But with this with this technology, you basically could make anything currency. It's just like blockchain encryptions. So, like, it all, it all, the value of shit depends on the market, but the way the cryptocurrencies work is, like, blockchain somethings that are, like, locked. So, like, that number, like, it can't be stolen or, like, that number will always be owned by, like, whoever has that blockchain. Or Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, confusing. technology basically has to do with bouncing, bouncing shit off of, like, multiple, <laughs> multiple servers and, yeah. like, yeah. And, and. Who really cares how it works, honestly? <laughs> but it is. It's it's basically like playing the stock market at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if people feel like Bitcoin's worth money, then your Bitcoin's worth money. And you you almost can't even compare it to money. It's just like this value-based thing. Like people people will trade Bitcoin for like Lamborghinis and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so you can get something with like actual concrete value like whether the dollar exists or not like people are going to want a lamborghini well and that's the thing that's weird like with bitcoin like before say like one bitcoin was worth when it hit its peak what was it like fifteen thousand twenty thousand thirty thousand per bit bitcoin see that that, i don't know it's hard it's hard i've never really looked at it and i just forget the number but it was something like that at its peak it's like one bitcoin was worth like $30,000, say. That might not be the right number, but let's just use it for now. It could be five times that. So if you have one Bitcoin, and if the value's at 30000 like, you have whatever that's worth, but then say, like, when Bitcoin is going up, you can buy, like, fractions of Bitcoins. Like, yeah. you can buy, like, $10 worth of Bitcoin, and you'll have, like, a one one-hundredth of a Bitcoin or whatever. But, like, you can still use the Bitcoins as currency. Like, you can pay... Say the Bitcoin's worth thirty thousand, you can pay anything online. Like say something's like ten ninety five, you can use that Bitcoin and take like ten ninety five off of the value of it. Like it's not like just like a coin exchange. It's like it's hard to explain, but like no, it, it all depends on the value. It's uh, yeah, and I mean it's all it's all valuation based, and that's oh, my only point to say when it hit its peak is like not necessarily true. Like it, it could go, it could be valued higher than that at a certain other point. Which yeah. is why this story is kind of funny. This guy paid for two Papa John's pizzas <laughs> in Bitcoin. 
So you know how confusing it is and that it's all value-based. At the time, I'm sure what he paid in Bitcoin for the two Papa John's pizzas was like dollar equivalent. Otherwise, like, why would he do it? Why would he use the Bitcoin instead of that? I mean, maybe he had no money, but he just had these Bitcoins, which would have been an oddly savvy investor with no money at the time. Yeah. Like, how you would even know about it at it must that very point, early. like, so early in the game, like, and but to not have enough money for Papa John's pizza and to use it for that, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, this guy was probably flush with Bitcoin. Or he wasn't, and he was just sick of it. Like, what am I going to do with this shit? Like, I paid money for it, and it's just sitting here. This is dumb. I don't understand it. Yeah. The Bitcoin that he paid for it, and I don't have an exact number of Bitcoin or percentages of Bitcoin that he used, would have been worth $800 million today. (laughs) That is a staggering fucking number. Staggering fucking number. Dan's telling me this guy just came out and spoke about it recently for the first time publicly. Yeah. And his direct quote, uh, without the information, I don't have it, but he, he says something to the effect of, um, when when asked, is, like, how does it make you feel that you paid almost a billion dollars for two Papa John's pizzas? <laughs> um, he's like, I don't think it's healthy for me to think of it that way. Oh, my God. I would lose my shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those stories that's so fucking staggering. Like, granted, I mean, you hear these stories from, like, 1929. It's like somebody bought their house for 17 grand. It's like, oh, my God, 17 grand. Like, they bought a house, like, this mansion and fucking, you know. Yeah. Today's equivalent would be, like, a $900,000 house or whatever. Like, you hear stories like that. It's all, like. Not that much time has passed because Papa John's had to exist. Yeah. So. Well, that, that like Bitcoin this. really spurred up, and the part of the problem with it going back down was how fast it spurred it up in value. Right. So it went back down because people were like, oh, shit, like, one Bitcoin's worth however many thousands, like, and everyone started just selling it. And, like, that brought the market back down. But the guy who created it, like, after that crash happened, said, like, it'll restabilize, it'll go back up because, like, the more and more it's coming out and the more and more people are trusting it, those numbers are just going to go back up again. It's going to be worth more, and then it'll reach a a point where it won't lose its value like that again. Something like that, but that's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like what it was at at its peak it was worth this. This yeah. like the from as I understand the story, it's like currently worth eight hundred dollars. Oh yeah, it's still a lot, but yeah. like it, it hit a plateau at one point that was just like But that's astounding. like essentially like you think of how much two Papa John's pizzas are. Right. <laughs> so that's like essentially like a Bitcoin bucks. each Bitcoin was worth a dollar. So it's probably like two Papa John's pizzas round up to like forty bucks. So at the time he probably had like forty Bitcoin. <laughs> forty bucks. Yeah. For two Papa John's pizzas? Yeah, probably. Dude, there's gotta be no, there's no way it's forty bucks. With tip and tax, two large can't tip a delivery driver in Bitcoin. Yes, you can. You you could do it if you're doing it online. That's he probably had like forty Bitcoin and they were worth like forty dollars at the time. It was like, let's do a one to one ratio. He's like well, Let's, it'll be cool to use Bitcoin, like, see if it actually works. And then he spent $40 worth of Bitcoin, which in today's money would be, say, 40 Bitcoins, which would be a couple thousand. $800 million. Well, a couple thousand per Bitcoin, like a couple hundred thousand per Bitcoin or whatever. Yeah. And that's 40 Bitcoins. Is, yeah, what makes about $800 million. That makes sense. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. That is a royal fuck-up. First <laughs> yeah, of all, why are you eating Papa John's pizza? 
with your cryptocurrency. Like, it, you had to know this was an investment opportunity, right? Like, you're not buying Bitcoin just for shits and gigs. Well, hey. maybe when it first came out, it was like a cool, like, new internet thing. Because Bitcoin, when it was first being used, was all encrypted shit for... It was all for illegal drugs. Like, you paid on Silk Road or whatever that drug website was. You, everyone paid in Bitcoin and, like, cryptocurrencies. And that was before Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies were viewed as, like, a way... Well, it's untraceable. Yeah. That was the point of it. A way to have money. So they were probably do dollar values for years on the black market and on a uh, dark web. And that's what they were being used for at the time. He probably had it because he thought it was cool back before it was worth money. And I was like, let's see if, like, I could pay for a pizza with Bitcoin or whatever and make sure, like, this shit is legit. And then, like, all of a sudden people start talking about Bitcoin so much and it becomes, like, an investment opportunity. And I'm sure he was, like, he wasn't even... It probably didn't even buy it for investment reasons. Oh, there's no fucking way he would have paid a billion dollars to Papa John's <laughs> pizzas. If anyone's ever had Papa John's pizza, you know. Yeah. You are not paying a damn billion dollars. Oh, no. I just thought it was an interesting story to just be like, oh, my God. Like, looking back, though, this isn't a situation where, I don't know. Like, you hear it all the time. Like, people who were early investors in Apple and stuff like that, and they're yeah. just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, this is never going to take off. And, like, I, I don't necessarily blame, like, somebody who's in the game for not seeing, like, a long play because a lot of shit changes and things Especially fall into place. Especially for shit, like, like with, with Apple and Bitcoin, shit like that. It's, like, technologies that have never been around. Right. So people who are being asked to invest in it, you're like, that's never, that's never, how's that going to work? Like, we've never had anything like that before. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the guy who went around this one town when he saw during the Great Depression that everyone was still drinking Coke, Coca-Cola. So this guy got all these people in this one town to invest in Coca-Cola, even during the Great Depression. They were like, what? You're out of your mind. He's like, no, trust me. And, like, this one guy got everyone in this one town to, like, go along with it. And now everyone in that town is, like, billionaires. A good chill. Good billionaires. What was the guy Max was talking about? The Coca-Cola guy last time? What, the like? heir to the Coke fortune? I don't even remember. Oh, yeah, he said the guy's crazy. He farted into the microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, was it Coke? Yeah, Coca-Cola. Oh, I forget that guy's name. I wonder if he's the guy from the town. Mm, I think it was because this guy was in the Great Depression. That guy's still alive. So not the same not guy. Not that guy. No, the guy who got everyone to buy had nothing to do with Coca-Cola. He just, like, saw the trend that people were still buying it, even though everyone was fucking dirt poor. Right. And then in the Great Depression, got all these other dirt poor people to, like, save what they had and, like, invest it. And he had nothing to do with Coca-Cola. He just, right. like, saw the trend. He's, like, the original Escobar. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm sure you can find, like, the full story of that somewhere. I, I know I've heard it before. I'm just giving you, like, the bits I remember. Some bits. But I thought that was crazy. That is pretty nuts. I mean, this whole, like, value thing is just... It's, it's great if you're on the fake. right side of it, but we, like for the vast majority of us who are like, I, I don't. Oh, you mean all of us not who can't afford houses or, or college anymore because the value of everything has just gone through the roof? I know, I know. I mean, I do and I don't. I think like, you know, even there's, there's just plenty of people out here who can like afford things, but it's like would never, would never just buy Bitcoin like at early, you know? Yeah. Or would never, you know, like. I think half the time, like, 
this isn't this is just like dreamers just getting lucky on something, you know? And Bitcoin, like really it is a lottery ticket. And you consider like, okay, so who had it? Like people who were buying drugs <laughs> or selling drugs. Yeah. And then like it just became worth a ton of money. This isn't like fucking debutantes like figuring it out. It's once once like major financial institutions went there's actually something here that maybe like you didn't even realize when you created this. Yeah. But like you want to make some real money? Mhm. It's it's uh the value game is just it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and bitcoins are are still very hard to understand to me. Like I still don't understand how it works. It's, I mean, I kind of do, but the I kind of don't. That the, the, it's the same way that any currency works. If you think it's worth money, it's worth money. True. And, like, you know, the whole gold standard, I'm not sure how I really feel about Fort Knox actually having anything in it. And even if it did, I've always kind of said this. And in mo- in the modern world, gold? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Okay, so... The U.S. dollar is worth nothing compared to other economies, but yet we have all this gold. Is that really what's going to save us? Is, 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 if, if countries look at our money as worthless, are they going to go, well, but they do have gold yeah, in a know. building. Like, they do have crown jewels in a maximum security penitentiary for crown jewels. There's gold everywhere. There, there's, and there's just, to me, there's just no value. Like, what do we need gold for? No, you just like, go look at Kuwait and Dubai. Like they have fucking more gold than we do, probably. Well, I mean, they have oil. Well, oil, yeah, that's yeah, but that's even dumber. That's like even worse of a, like a like a value thing. Like I know it's worth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just I, like the, I got you. I know how dumb we value dumb shit. <laughs> like the well, diamond market. You look at this. You look at this. Not that I'm not up. Not that I'm on. Not about like preserving history and art and all those things because I definitely am but the amount of money that got donated to save Notre Dame rebuild it would have cleaned up the oceans is a billion dollars a cool billion and the estimates are are that that's what it would take to clean up like the plastic out of the ocean the entire earth's oceans yeah like all of the earth's oceans (sighs) big oof Right? Yeah. But yeah, we're we're saving paintings and shit that like look, it was probably human error. It's a part of history now. Um you know, there's no public beheadings or anything anymore, but like lucky for that person, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, whoever whoever like accidentally lit a lit a cig up after they were cleaning with acetone. But the thing is it goes back to value. It all goes back to value. It's like Oh my God! This is such a tragedy. Like uh, it's an accident. Blah, blah blah. Not to mention, if Notre Dame doesn't carry enough insurance to like pay for this, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just yeah. kind of like, all right. So you're letting you're you're getting paid tours every day. What are you doing with the money? And like, if it, if none of it is going to an insurance plan that covers fire, theft, other damages, like. And I get it. Like maybe, maybe this insurance company just doesn't want to pay. Like, really think about think about. Okay, so let's say you had a this this rare Model T supercar, last one in the world. Yeah, supercar is not really the word for it. I guess. (laughs) Fair. I want to sell. (laughs) 
fair, but my point is, let's say you have it. You're the only one, right? Uh-huh. You're taking great care of it. Accident happens. And, and like, there's people out there who are like, this is the last, like, car enthusiasts are like, no, no, no. This is the last one of these cars in the world. Like, we have to do something, blah, blah, blah. Are they donating, like, enough money to you to, to fix it? Or are they just being like, well, I hope you have fucking insurance on your car because you got to fix this. I mean, you can't you can't just scrap it. It's one of a kind. It's the only in the world. Like, Yeah. I mean, what fucking happened? I think you have to have insurance on it. By law. It's law. By law, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You don't have to have maximum coverages, though. And that's why I say, like, but it's ridiculous. If you're, t- you're giving tours of your car. Yeah. And you don't have insurance on it? Well, yeah, it's... You're I letting mean, thousands of people in every think, day? You would think, right? Like, that's... I feel like people don't... I mean, I'm, it's smart of you to bring that up and think about that because I feel like it's such a no-brainer that, like, no one's even thought. Like, well, of course, why wouldn't they have that kind of insurance protection? It's just a gigantic money suck. It's Fucking like a, Disney should be paying their insurance on that building. I mean, really. They use the rights to that. It's... it's there's so many things like that where I just go, like, oh, man, like... Look at the look at the value of like an accident, and people are capitalizing it. Like, don't get me wrong; like I'm sure most of this money is going to go to fix Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But like, do they have insurance? Because I bet they do. <laughs> I bet they do. I bet they're going to collect that money too. Yeah, that's and I true. bet you it's not going to take a billion fucking dollars to fix it. That's very true. So, like, this it's is a like money suck. France is on the come up. Yeah, right? But does it go to France? Or is there some, like, weird loophole where this, like, foundation, like, just goes to, like, one dude who needed a cash grab, and he's gonna, like, take out a a payment plan on it, basically, and pay some other company that he owns interest on it? It's, It's weird when you start to think about these things, because you're like, all right, so why not clean up the ocean? <laughs> like, now that now that everyone knows that, it's like, okay. We, we got rid of plastic straws. Did we? Kinda. I mean, I don't use them anymore. Is that helping, though? That's my thing. I mean, I feel like... Uh, how many straws get stuck in turtles' noses? No, I mean, I think, I think the more things you can do in your personal life, it, it will make a difference if everyone just decides, like, I, I mean, I don't need a plastic straw. Yeah, but I fucking hate paper straws. Yeah, they're terrible. Come up with a better solution first, okay? I mean, I've been using I've been using a metal straw, oh, and then washing it out. Can't do it. It's um. I like my teeth. It's not ideal, but it's <laughs> it's better than paper. Hey guys, <laughs> well, but you still have a straw at the end of your drink, whereas <laughs> paper, you're like, okay, well, yeah, that's you, disintegrated now. Yeah, that's always fun. When it starts bending at the weak points because it's yeah. soaked through, you can't you can't get through where it poked through the lid, choking because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's squeezed too hard. Yeah, I don't think paper straws are a nice alternative. No, definitely not. In Amsterdam, they gave us a uh, pasta straw. That's not bad. No, it's bad because it makes whatever you're drinking taste a little like pasta. Oh, and the carbs. Plus the carbs. Oh, I the mean, carbs. Don't, don't get me started. Jeez, Louise. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not a perfect alternative, and you can't fix everything. I get that. I just, it, it goes back to this value conversation of, like, it, it, it's worth something if people think it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, there's there's that old, age-old meme that's, like, the largest taxi company in the world doesn't own any cars. 
you yeah. know, the largest uh, retailer in the world doesn't have any inventory. The you know, and McDonald's owns more money in properties than they do on like making burgers. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Like they're That's, a real estate company. It's a con- yeah, it's it's a real estate conglomerate. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are. And here we stand. That's so funny, with guys. Zero of it. Comedy show. <laughs> Hilarious. Breaking down valuations. How much capital do we own? Um, up here? I don't know. The humidity's gotten to some of it. Uh, yeah, you're sounding good now. Uh, well, it's coming through. Thank you. Coming through. Thank you so much. It's getting warmer up here as we go. Yeah, it's going to be, we're in for a hot, hot summer. I can feel it already, and I think it's time to purchase a unit up oh, here. Oh, yeah? Oof, more investments. More okay. investments. Guys! We can hey. get rid of some fans if we get one, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I'm about that. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's it's time as well. Yeah. Um, well, the fans don't help because we always have to cut them off. When we record, so it's not like just blowing in the microphones the whole time. We're gonna have to cut off an air conditioner too. Yeah, but if we can control the the temp before, then it'll stay cooler in here while we record instead of just like cutting off the fans and then letting, letting like it'll stay cool up here if we keep the room in a conditioned state. True. So, just a little pre-planning. There you go, guys. Think about that at home. It's going to be warm. Wow. But not warm in here. We're doing our best. Yeah, we are. It's a quick fab tonight. Um, I think maybe we should just just call this one because we're talking about air conditioners. Yeah, it's true. Wrap it up. Uh, Looking forward to next weekend, Memorial Day weekend, LBI. What's up, Jersey Shore? And then flying out to North Carolina for the cast of characters going to the lake house. We got you and your wife. We got me and Alyssa. We got Mike Fraschella and his lady. We got Nick D coming. Yep. We got the Hoovers coming. Simmer. Simone's coming. We got maybe Katona making a guest appearance. Katona guest appearing. We got Katie coming. That's right. Lewis Lane. It's going to be a full-packed funhouse. A show. A show. It's a show, if you if will. will. So yeah, so we're excited for that. Um, couple weeks off, we'll be back at it after the trip. Um, yeah, everyone, happy Memorial Day weekend. Happy summer. We have a little bit of time left. If you're still listening, rate, review, five stars. We get a party at Smith's. You're invited. If you take a screenshot of it and get it to either Dan Katona or DM or Instagram it. Garden State Revelry at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram at Garden State Revelry. Get those things in, and Mr. Daniel Lawrence Katona will pay for a party. Yes, that will be fun if we can pull this one off. So if you're listening and you don't know if you think you should do it, just do it. It won't hurt. Please help. It's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt anybody. All right, folks. I got one for you tonight. Um, I've been feeling it, so I hope you do too. It's by Half Alive. It's called Still Feel. All right, everybody, this has been the Garden State Revelry. We'll see you next time. When I'm furthest from myself, feeling closer to the stars, being invaded by the dark, trying to recognize myself.
when I feel I've been replaced When I'm furthest from myself Feeling close to the stars Yeah. 